Footy Ado, the Delusional Soccer Podcast. Footy Ado, a soccer delusion shared by two brothers in close association. Everyone's home. I, I mean, I guess you're right, but like, don't they know what we're trying to do here? It, it, it boggles the mind. People are just inconsiderate. Yeah. Not as inconsiderate as those people in Michigan, though. Uh. Yeah. Or, well, Ohio, too. They were. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure that Charlottesville, Virginia will get, will get, uh, will get involved at some point just because they like to, they like to embarrass themselves publicly. Yeah, they they do they do good with that. And yeah, they're that's the thing they like to do it, and they're so good at it. But um, this is what our third episode amidst the coronavirus pandemic. Yeah, COVID number three. Yeah, <laughs> part of our nineteen episode miniseries. <laughs> it's um, if we make it that long. No, every time we record, I think it's going to be the last one. I mean, this one's a little bit different because I feel like there's some more optimism surrounding. Uh, sports coming back because there's, that's the most important thing. Yeah, um, there's definitely a lot more optimism than than the last time that we spoke, and that, at least from a U.S. standpoint, could could be riding on the fact that the goat, the legend, Doctor Tony Fauci, said that it's possible for for a return with yeah, um, but with of course with extreme fans. yeah no fans and extreme precaution taken obviously um it would probably um keep athletes away from their families for an extended period of time um and they would probably they'd probably be getting tested weekly at least um which is well, yeah, well, which know. is good because there's not enough tests in the world, so let's make sure that the athletes get them once a week. It's just the NBA has proven there are a surplus surplus of tests if you're an NBA player. If you're not, there's nothing. It's like when the when the Utah Jazz tested sixty people, and like the entire state of Utah hadn't even tested that much. Yeah, it's like ridiculous. Like That's let's a whole other story because like. Who knows that there's there's a discord in that locker room now. Well, I wouldn't say locker room, but uh, with that team now yeah. because of how this stuff has gone. Uh, the first NFL player was announced to have it yesterday. I did see that there was a player. Who was it? I don't know. His name was like Brian. It's important to know what team he's from because, listen, man, if he's – is he close to you? That is a good point. I do not know. Because – I'm looking uh, back. At, I, yeah, I'm looking back at like Bleacher Report. I know Janoris Jenkins has an AMA on Thursday, but that's pretty much all I got for you. Um, it's I'm sure it's easy to let's see NFL player coronavirus. See, I did NFL player COVID. It's the Los Angeles Rams Brian Allen. Brian, see Brian. He's, he he tested positive three weeks ago though, so. Well, well, oh my God! You hung out with an NFL player Brian Allen two and a half weeks ago. Are you okay, man? Oh my god. Um, no, but we have like, yeah, like, this is a nightmare. This whole thing, it's been so, I feel like, I don't even, three weeks ago, when was that? I can imagine. <laughs> um, well, every day feels like a month, so it's tough to, to gauge time. Yeah. 
there's been several times where I've said something or someone has said something to me in the morning and then I hear it later in the day and I'm like, well, you said that last week. They're like, no, that was about six hours ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just texted you. Um, yeah, so, I mean, last, last time we spoke, I had said we kind of felt like the point I made was I don't think that there's going to be major sports played anywhere until... January. That was my prediction. That was my unoptimistic, that was my pessimistic uh, prediction for the sports world. We're now seeing in soccer or world football that, what are they saying? They're saying August and and June are the, are the, two, the two months they're aiming for right the now. The Bundesliga is um, going to be coming back earlier. That's because they handled this. That's that's because they had run by a woman. They're run by a woman who's also a scientist. They literally had it. They they had themselves set up perfectly. Um, I'd argue, yeah, I mean, I don't. I think there's a, the only state that handled it more, or country that handled it more efficiently. But we can't praise them. It was like North Korea because North Korea found out they had like a one person with it, and they like shot and killed that person. I have no idea what their numbers are. South Korea handled it pretty well, but yeah, there was the whole list. It's like here are the countries that handled it best, and they were all run by women. yeah the top like the top six countries were ran by women. Oh, by women. Um, um, well, I mean, they women they just don't care about the economy. Plain and simple. <sighs> um, but yeah, <laughs> oh, Germany Germany oh, handled it well. <laughs> Germany handled it very well. Um, I want to say the first or second week of May they're even aiming for. So that's only two weeks away. Right now, um, they're back in training. And uh, Tyler Adams was interviewed about it. You know, said, we are back in training, but we're only training in groups of three. And even those groups of three aren't getting close together. And it's a thing where it's not like, hey, Monday you're training with these two guys, and then Tuesday you're training with another two. They're doing it so that they're training with the same players every day so that if for some reason there was a player that didn't follow a rule or somehow got infected, the outbreak would be as minimal as possible. Um, well, that's good. Yeah. But uh, I still... That's kind of... I, I didn't know they were already in training again. That's kind of crazy, especially it was like a week after people were like... <laughs> Coming for Jose. Fuck Jose Marina. Yeah. First, for he was training with two guys. Yeah. Like you, son of a bitch. Yeah. There's people yeah. sitting on beaches in Florida, and we're like, Jose Mourinho, you <laughs> bastards. Yeah. Uh, but don't worry, the WWE is deemed essential in the state of Florida. Everything is okay. Every, the world is. Sure, we're gonna have fake wrestling with no fans and Bundesliga. I don't know which one I'm gonna watch if they're on at the same time. But yeah, it's it's gonna be tough. Yeah, I think. That, I mean, yeah. If we had to predict which which league would handle this the worst, which you know, what organization it would be, the WWE. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, checks notes. Whichever one is run by Vince McMahon. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, WWE. Um, NFL would have been another one. I'm I'm interested to see how they're gonna handle it. I, I've I've always said that they benefited from it not happening when yeah. their season was going because we know that they would have botched it. Oh yeah, total botch job. Fifty three um, guys on on the sidelines running and tackling each other. They would have been like, I don't see a problem. We got helmets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> same same excuse they're using for concussions. Yeah. Um, it's still it's still gonna be a risk no matter what. It is until there's a a vaccine or a cure or anything like holding sporting events. It's just gonna be. It's gonna be risky. It's gonna be, like, in 
in a very selfish way, I'm like, okay, cool, I'll have the entertainment back. But at the end of the day, you know, the thought is, like, it shouldn't return. Like, once society returns to even a little bit of normalcy, like, that's when yeah. that's when it should then return with still with no fans, you know? Right, yeah, yeah. I think, like, just take extra precaution. Like, yeah, I know there's money in it, but, like... Just be safe, because if you if you risk it blowing up again, you're gonna lose the, the oh shit the economy. Um, you're gonna lose more money. I I think it's just take your time. Like I've talked to people who said like once everything once we're allowed outside again, sports are gonna be back and up and running. They like like that should not sports sports should not be the priority. And I remember when so our parents visited out here. And that's and they were out here when like the NCAA was canceled. Yeah. Like the NBA suspended, and like sports plays such a big part in our society, whether it's even just the U.S. or overseas. It felt that was the first time it truly felt major. Yeah. When when the NCAA says, "Oh, by the way, March Madness, nothing." Right. Which that just that just shows how high high up we hold sports in the yeah of them. When they're it's it's a game. I know it's more than a game. I know like I'm I'm a big sports fan. I can watch a game and it can ruin my day for the rest of the day. Like I understand the impact, but taking a step back and looking at the outside, looking in, there are more important things. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, so it's it's weird. I don't. I see. I see. June, what Premier League is trying to come back June? The Premier League is trying to come back in June. Yes, um, and there was just an update, which is conveniently, um, uh, you know, we got this update from Bleacher Report before we started recording today. Unlike the last episode, which we had to call, we had to call a, a plan so bad that it got scrapped before we actually posted the episode. Um, yeah. But. The plan is for the Champions League final uh, to take place on August the 29th. Now, um, we've known that if this season does finish, it's going to then change the landscape of what next season looks like. Um, So now that they have this date in mind, my question is, do the players get an off season or is this their off season right now they'll return play yeah we'll, we'll play for a few weeks get the remaining games in um and then maybe take what two weeks off yeah, and then I get right back into the next season yeah I, I think it yeah i think that's what it will be because i mean this is they have time off right now so like Obviously, it's different than what they would want. Some people are not going to... Like, the players are not going to be able to go on the vacations that they're accustomed to going on. But, like, in terms of uh, wear and tear on the body, I don't think it's going to have the same effect. They yeah, they should, at some point, do a, a two-week break in between or add a break in there somewhere. Maybe cut out a couple games. I know it's kind of... The, the, the Premier League is basically... Uh, dependent on that sort of formula where it's each team plays each other twice. Yeah. Uh, so that would kind of... Every every that. place but um, but American sports is, is trying to do it that way. Right. Uh, 
So, so maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe a break in somewhere between. And if if this next season runs into the summer a little bit, it won't be the end of the world. It's not like what it is now, where it's like, all right, well, this season's going to end after the season. The season's already supposed to have started. Um, you know, maybe a short, maybe just hop right into it, have a break, and then deal with the next year. It's a little bit of a shortened summer as well, but you get your summer. Well, the the whole thing is that you also have to take into consideration then the the World Cup in 2022, um, which it seems like we've been talking about since about fucking 2002. But it's this this World Cup is close, so um, it's going to take place in the winter. But it's it's worth noting that it does take place at the end of uh, twenty twenty two. It's not like January February twenty twenty two. So they you know they already have to figure out a scheduling conflict because of that. I'm interested to see what that what this will do throughout the landscape because the the entire season next year is going to be all jacked up. Yeah, and think about oh what if it goes into the summer Euro twenty twenty one is now something we have to deal with. It's Yeah, I said so they they twenty twenty. No, it's Euro twenty twenty one. Are they gonna are they, are, are they calling it Euro twenty twenty and just played in twenty twenty one? I think so, yeah. That bothers me. That's like a it's a Saturday edition of Thursday night football. That's what it is. On the it's NFL Network. Twenty one edition of Euro twenty twenty. Oh my god. Um yeah it's I don't know. It's 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 gonna be weird. You could, I'm not the only one who's saying this. You could still take it away from Qatar, take it away from Qatar, <laughs> like play it play it in the summer. You know, like yeah, it's because it's, it's already it's already gonna be a major headache for them, uh, and you know they haven't really proven that they deserve deserve it anyway. Um, I don't know why they still have it to begin with, considering all the stuff that's been going on with that. Uh, it's all about the money. It's all about the money. Did you see, uh, it was probably last week or the week before, or I have no idea what time is anymore, so who knows, um, about the Fox uh, um, executives being indicted for bribery leading to the World Cup uh, broadcast rights? Really? Yes. So, so um, it was a closed bid that they had, <laughs> so that they had to win it. And of course, why was it a closed bid so that they had to win it? Uh, because they paid them off. So they had the 2018 World Cup. I know they have 2022. I'm not sure about 2026. Um. Which hopefully the coronavirus pandemic is over by twenty twenty six, so we can enjoy that World Cup. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Who knows? But, but if it's, it's not, then we're, it's gonna we're all going to be world. dead. Either way, it's going to be different worlds yeah. once we go back out into it. Um, and yeah, well, so what is it? It's, they're planning on how is the scheduling going to work for the Champions League? Cause Champions League. So. Um, the thoughts on the Champions League are that it's going to be that there's going to be games like every day. Um, let me find the article again. I apologize that I had switched because I'm inept and I'm using a phone. Um, 
So phones are pretty like pretty solid these days. Like, yeah. <laughs> so with the with the Champions League, the, it's a bit more complicated um, in the Europa League than it is in the Champions League because there hasn't been a single tie played in the Europa League round of sixteen. Um, and we already know half of the quarterfinalists of the Champions League. Right. So it's because the Europa League has that round of 32. Um, let's see. I had the article open and then something popped up and I accidentally clicked it. It's like, I'm like an old woman trying to yeah trying um, to tell you what's going on. Um, so all matches are certain to be played uh, behind closed doors. Um, I mean the thing with the thing with Champions League and Europa League. Um, which will make it interesting now if they are to come back and if that is that that goal is met. Um, you know, like it's it's spread out anyway. It's kind of unique in that way where it's like a playoff system, but like it's over a couple of months. So like a team can be playing their best football one month, and then like two or three weeks later, they can have three players injured, and it's going to affect the whole tie. So like this mm-hmm. is going to be kind of interesting. Where it's a double leg, but it's like. In the span of months like apart, four yeah. days or like a week, like, like <laughs> yeah. a week apart, yeah. like that, it, that'll make it interesting. Will make it more feel like the American sports system. Yeah, and like some of them will be months apart, and then the the quarterfinal rounds will be two days apart. Um, they're looking at playing them in set locations, so um, not having home and away legs is something that's very possible um and especially because there's yeah especially because there's no supporters it won't i don't think it would have as big of an impact um but the premier league is looking at bringing players back to training mid-may and um so that would you know a couple weeks to train and then they want still want to finish the season um they want to get the season in between Mid June, early to mid June, and July thirty first is what the uh, the Premier League's plans are. So we could see something where they say finish your domestic seasons, and after the domestic seasons, we will then do a whatever if they keep the same format, or we will finish the Champions and Europa leagues in a different format in a tournament style where it's not oh we have Champions League today and in two days we have the Premier League. It's you're just gonna have domestic and Finish then the and then later you'll have European competition. Yeah. Especially because how the different schedules like Serie A is not it, I cannot imagine they're going to be back anytime soon. Yeah, there yeah, so that Serie A is probably the one that'll probably have to honestly just suspend their season. Yeah. Or completely scrap it, or just wait and finish it whenever they come back. You know, like one of the ideas we talked about. Um, it's it's weird. It's, it's it's interesting, like the the way that some of these leagues were shaping up. Um, you know, like what Bayern Bayern are in a shoe in. Bayern aren't we're in a shoe in for the Bundesliga, right? No. Um, so, so I'm looking. That was that was one. You uh, have uh, Sari, who's never won a trophy in Italy, set to win his. He's there in first right now by a couple 
points. There, yeah, I'm looking at the Serie A table right now, and Juventus are in first, and Lazio are in second. Lazio are just a point behind right. Juventus. Inter dropped recently. Yeah, Inter lost their last two matches before this break. They do have a game in hand, but they're only on 54 points. So if if they win the theoretical game in hand, then they're still six points back. Right. Um, so how 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 um how much of a gap is there between Lazio and and Juventus? A point. A point. So it's you, close. You like, so that's the whole thing. You can't grant a league title no, you to. No, yeah, you you definitely can't. But like in a year where it's like Sarri looks like he could get his first trophy, Liverpool are going to get their first Premier League title in. Well, in the Premier League, have they ever? They haven't won in the Premier League. Era, no, right? so the, it'll be their first title since nineteen ninety, I believe. So they're set to get that. Um, you know, and, for the first time in a while, the the Bundesliga looks like it's a total toss up, yeah. and it's the year that we're scrapping it. Yeah, you know, like and, the year that none of it happens. And um, and remember, with the the Bundesliga, they there's only 18 clubs in the Bundesliga, so they don't need to get to 38. They need to get to 34 games. Um, so Bayern Munich, with nine games left to play, everyone in the Bundesliga except for uh, Werder Bremen and uh, Eintracht Frankfurt have all played 25 matches. So Bayern Munich uh, have a four-point lead over Dortmund. Um, then Leipzig is a one-point further behind Dortmund, and Borussia Mönchengladbach is then two points behind Dortmund. So first through fourth is only a six-point gap. And given what the Bundesliga has looked like in recent years, that's as close as it's getting. That's it, like... This is what we've yeah. been looking for in the Bundesliga, so the timing of it is just awful. Yeah, it's unfortunate, and you know, like you, you occasionally will get the Dortmunds, you know, or the Leipzig's will challenge. You know, the past couple of years have challenged for a little bit, and then like, and it's it's once they get to that match, it's they're like it's close, right. and then it's hey Bayern and Leipzig, and Bayern batters Leipzig, and yeah. it wipes out everything. Right, but this year there's four teams. Yeah. There's four teams that are in the mix that um, have a have a chance. Mm-hmm. Uh, how many games do we have left in the Premier League? In the Premier League, I, I saw the total. It, so it between all the clubs, it's it's. Uh, there's 92 matches total left. So some teams have played 29 and some have played 28. Um, Man City, Sheffield, Arsenal, and Aston Villa have all played 28. The rest have played 29. Okay, so nine or ten games. I mean, if, once they come back, it doesn't. It, it's not necessarily something that feels like it would be too. It won't take too long. It might to to get it all finished. I know that's yeah. nine matches, but you play one on the weekend, then you play a midweek game, and then. And then, there are, but there also is what what is what is the FA Cup right now? The FA Cup a, is in the like, quarterfinal stage, I believe. So like you have to work that in some way. Um, that could make things a little tricky um, in terms of finishing those domestic leagues and what have you. Um, I'm gonna take a look to see. Um, or or maybe you just you just play out the domestic season, bang it out, Saturday, Wednesday. Saturday, or so, and then you know, or and some will do, you know, Sunday, Tuesday, Sunday, whatever. Well, the, the, like, that's the whole thing. So, it's, um, there, it's gonna have to be a switch from from even the regular. You might see, just to get it in, uh, a, in a, such a short span, we might see Sunday 
two days rest Wednesday, two days rest Saturday, two days rest Tuesday, two days rest Friday. So like, we're, right. it's yeah, not going to yeah. be on the regular schedule. Of, no, but I'm saying, yeah, it is possible to bang those out pretty quickly if yeah. you do it in that way. And then maybe it works out to where it's like, look at the champion, let the, then do the Champions League. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, most likely the teams that are still competing for the FA Cup might not necessarily still be competing for the Champions League. And then you can kind of do it simultaneously. If one team has to worry about both, then you worry about it then. But yeah. um, if if there's a competition, if there's something that can be lost, it's the cup competitions. Now, you obviously want to save the Champions League, but it's still expendable, The at least in my opinion. The, the only competitions that are completely vital to the livelihoods of the clubs are the league competitions because like I, I, I mentioned this on the, the past couple of pods that we've done since this has all started and I understand I feel bad for Liverpool if somehow the season was declared null and void and they don't get the title but I'm I'm more worried about them declaring the season over with the standings we have and clubs being relegated. I'm I don't I don't care about I I genuinely don't care about the teams that are at the right. top. It's a bigger it's, it's, a, it's bigger a bigger win. loss than it is a win for Liverpool if say yeah. who's I mean Norwich are probably going to go down anyway, but um like, yeah, As- like Aston, Aston Villa, Villa twenty five points. Bournemouth twenty seven points. Watford twenty seven points. West Ham twenty seven points. It's 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 a match. It's one game. Yeah. You know what I mean, um, yeah. I mean, because like, but the thing. Well, the thing I'm saying, I think you could pull off the FA Cup. There's only two teams realistically looking forward at both the FA Cups and the Champions League that would have to worry about doing both, and that's uh, United and City. Those teams are still. In both competitions, United's in the Europa League. Well, you, they still have to figure that out. You know, okay. like Europa yeah, League yeah. still needs to play. Yeah, yeah. So, but like you know, Leicester City, Newcastle, Sheffield, Arsenal, Norwich. Those teams are bound out at the round of thirty-two of the Europa League. The best thing Arsenal could have done. <laughs> yeah, that's like they don't have to worry about. It. So, like maybe you could do the cup competitions simultaneously with the yeah. the Champions League. But um, who knows? Uh, do you do you think this plan? will go through. You think they will meet that goal and, and uh, we're going to see a Champions League final at the end of August? I'm leaning towards yes, but because it does seem that even in places that are as uh, as reckless with their handling of it, like the U.S., it seems like the, you know we are quote-unquote, flattening the curve. Um, it seems we have reached the peak. That doesn't mean we've reached the end. Um, but it seems that we're getting... If we're not reaching the peak... If, if we're not past the peak, we're at it right now yeah. in the middle of April. I'd like to think they could get... Even if it's a different format, I'd like to think they could get the Champions League finished by August 29th. I... I'd like to think, yeah, I'd like to... Hope I just don't know. It, gatherings of 250 or less yeah. by that time. Is it is it worth it, though, to, to finish this season dependent on what it does to the next season? Yeah, because I think, I mean, I think you can, you work from there. You know, if, if the, um, 
just because so much has gone into the work that people have done this season. You know what I mean? Like you don't want to just scratch this, scrap this season in the hopes that you save next season, and then Sheffield don't have that same type of run that they had this season. And like, okay, well, that last year we could have qualified for European football, and this year we're not doing as well. It's kind of a shame that we just forgot about it. Um, I think if you have, I think two. I'd rather have two complete but shortened seasons. Yeah, two complete yeah, seasons that may look a little bit different, but then just then the scrap one. Yeah, um, and also taking a look at the championship, which the championship besides the playoffs, they they have nine matches to get. Uh, to get through. They've played 37 of the 46, and Leeds uh, are at the top with 71 points, West Brom in second with 70, and then the drop down to third place with Fulham is, uh, there's a six-point gap between second and third, so in all likelihood, Leeds and West Brom will gain automatic promotion. Now, six points can be made up in nine games. I'm just, you know, going off right. of um, likelihood. But so that that's another thing where it would be tough to say to Leeds and West Brom, listen, we know we know how tough the league is. We know how close you've gotten in recent years, but tough. You, you're not coming up. I don't think that we're completely out of the woods of if we finish the seasons – you know, they might not say, "All right, well, three clubs go down, three clubs come up." It might be they might change stuff on that, and that's not that's a more of a hunch of mine than anything that I've any reports that I've actually seen. But um, you know, they might say, "Yeah, Norwich, you're out. You were so far away from the pack. Leeds, you win the title, and you come up, and the rest of the team stay." Which the the. The final outcome of this is it's not going to be fair for everybody, and we know that. But we have to know, yeah, this isn't this isn't fair. So yeah. you know, like the whole thing kind of sucks. But it's 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 unfortunate. But there are there are more important things than oh sh- shit, we didn't get to be promoted this year. Yeah. Like, okay. Well, at least our world is getting back to normal. That's more important. You know, at least we were responsible and were able to flatten the curve and ultimately save people's lives and not put them in danger uh, but the economy oh shit the economy <laughs> um, the uh, it, it's just interesting to think like in the span of two days I heard or maybe might have been the same day that you texted me mm-hmm. well, yeah it was the same day the morning of the day you texted me I was getting people sending me links that said like uh, you know social distancing might need to go on until 2022 yeah that was a Harvard study, I believe. New York, New York uh, beaches closed through the summer, and then it was like uh, Premier League back in June. Premier yeah. League, we're all good. We're all clear. <laughs> we don't play on beaches. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean, we'll we'll see. I'm I'm still hesitant to think that that that's gonna happen. I don't think I don't think Bundesliga will be going up as soon as we think it will be. But I mean again they've handled it well so they might have that luxury. I just yeah. I hope other I hope other countries base it off of how they've handled it, how their situation is currently not oh Bundesliga's back so we should you know yeah. we can do it. It's like well uh, Bundesliga Germany handled it better than you did so you might have to wait a little bit. I almost I do almost worry about the fact that if the Bundesliga does come back before everyone else, then it it will be the other leagues will rush back because oh well yeah like you said oh well they could do it so why can't we? Right. Because you're not in the same situation. Right. This is why we said handle it the way they're handling it yeah. because look at they're back to normal before mm-hmm. we are. 
That is that is the case. And more restrictions all at once earlier on so you can get back to it earlier. I'd rather be stuck inside for three straight weeks if it to- if like someone's like, "All right, you can't leave your house for three straight weeks." But once that's over, you're in the clear rather than, "Hey, it's going to be it's going to be two months." But you can only you can go you know to the store every every week you know yeah. what I mean like so um, I'm looking at the numbers for Germany and they had 135,000 confirmed cases, um, which is and but they had currently as of right now they have 66,269 recovered. And only three thousand eight hundred and fifty deaths. So, so, like they're about half, right? It's about there. So, the U.S. numbers are. Uh, let's get something that's a little closer. So, one hundred thirty-five. Italy had one hundred sixty-eight thousand compared to. So that's thirty thousand more cases, and their total deaths is twenty-two thousand. So you're looking at almost eighteen, nineteen thousand more deaths for only thirty thousand more cases. Yeah, what's the recovery on, on, uh, Italy's? Uh, forty thousand recovered. So what? So it's more, and oh, it's a lot. It's what thirty thousand more cases, and only like eight thousand more recovered. Not, no, no, not. No, it's so, less recovered. Less recovered. Yeah, thirty six thousand less recovered. Yeah. Than the uh, than Germany. Uh-huh. Um, so. Not only is Germany Germany's numbers are high because you know it's a it's a big country, but they're the way they're handling it is is just incredible. Yeah. So, um, I don't want to look at the list anymore because it has the U.S. at the top, and I want to. I already know that, and I just don't want to see the numbers. Obviously. <laughs> I don't believe China's numbers, but we're not going to get into that because this is not that type of podcast. But um, any other uh, any other uh, football points for you? Or are we uh, ready to wrap this one up? No, I'm just like, just worry about the economy. <laughs> That's all I can think about. Yeah. People are dying, but money's going down the drain even quicker. As always, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at FootyAdo. Rate, review, subscribe, like, follow, this or that, whatever the word they use on the podcast app you listen to us on, click that button, rate us five stars, it'll help us out. More people can see our podcast and decide, nah, I don't want to listen to that one. But, you know, that's their choice, Jared. Optimistic. (laughs) Jared, as always. Pardon our handling of the coronavirus.